Good morning. I'm Tim Neubauer, and welcome to Safety Unlocked, the morning podcast. And I'm Chad Huffman. And I'm Dave Bittner. Today is Friday, May 19th, 2023. Our morning podcasts are focused on current safety topics. Here is a rundown of today's events. Today is National Pizza Party Day. Yes! <laughs> we have one that I like. That is, it, to me, that is God's food. It has all four food groups. We are good to go. Oh, yes. So, although I'll tell you, when I'm on my uh, my weight loss kicks, I get the, a flatbread and... Um, uh, there's some pizza sauce, and we put our own pepperonis on there. And we use the low-fat cheese and and um, crispy crust, uh, oh, which yeah. I prefer over everything. But occasionally, I get on the the Sicilian thick crust. Chad, what, what's your kind of favorite kind of crust? Hmm, I like um, I kind of like thin crust uh, a lot. Though I think my favorite is just going to be. Uh, just good old regular risen crust. I can tell you one thing that I I don't like, but I know a lot of places that do it is I'm not a big fan of the cheese in the crust. Mm, yeah, a couple places do that, and yeah. I, I'm just not a big fan. I like cheese, but I just don't like like a ton of cheese, like globs of cheese. Uh, that's <laughs> I, I'm hard pass on that. But yeah, gosh, like some good, some good pizza with got some good toppings on that is always is always good. And pizza parties in general are excellent. Lots of pizza yes. parties in my life. Oh man, Lots we had one on Monday. One of my friends had his sixty sixth birthday, and he came over. His wife was out of town, and I actually had one of those uh, <clears throat> white pizzas where it was a white sauce. Ooh, with yeah. chicken and and the Asiago and and uh and, and brace yourself there was spinach um on the pizza and um uh, you know I don't mind you know every you guys pick at me a lot but if there's spinach in my pizza I'll eat it if there's spinach in my soup I'll eat it I don't have a problem with it I just don't eat spinach you know sounds pretty good actually I like it, it was it was very good there was no leftovers we put in like four different kinds of frozen pizzas and there was no leftovers of that pizza. So there you go. <laughs> yep. We've also got on the list today is national endangered species day. Wow. I have about 14 bad socially unacceptable jokes in my head so I can say none of them. Uh, yeah, this is uh it's very important for the, uh, for the ecology. I mean, there, there's, there's a lot of animals that that are no longer around. I mean, you think about well, the dodo bird is probably the most uh, um, famous of those, but you know, a lot of dinosaurs. Uh, I start thinking about the. I think there's like some that are even on the list that you probably wouldn't even think would be on the list. And well, I think there's like up, a white rhino is endangered or, or a yeah, special rhino that, that there's only like one left. So, so in our lifetime, it's 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 going to die and there will be no more of them. Uh, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've got one more on the list today. National Devil's Food Cake Day. Mm. Devil's Food, yes. Devil's Food Cake. Yes. 
cake is good. Um, yeah, you have to go out on a limb to find a cake I won't eat. Like, uh, I'm not a fan of red velvet cake. Didn't say I won't eat it. It's really? one of my daughter's favorite cakes. It's just not super fan of it, but you put it in front of me, I'm going to eat it and eat it and eat it. Carrot cake. There's one I don't like. I don't like carrot cake. I like carrot cake. I like certain types of carrot cake. You can make a carrot cake that's like not good, mm-hmm. but I like certain types. Yeah. yeah. That's like one time we made, well, we made, I made some cookies with my oldest daughter and I knew something was wrong with the recipe. There was just enough to make me be like, I think something's not right here. I didn't realize at the time she had picked a recipe on how to make cookies for your horses in your pasture. Uh. I just thought it was horse cookies, but like a different thing. <laughs> so we <laughs> ate them and we ate them. And I took a big old bite and I was like, what in the world? This thing is gross. And then looked at the <laughs> recipe and it was horse cookies. And I was like, this is horse. supposed to be for actual horses, <laughs> not for people. So at the uh, start of the pandemic, when we all sheltered in place and and, and if we just stay home for for two weeks, this problem will go away. Um, You know, we started baking treats for our dogs and you can put things in there to prevent fleas and ticks. And um, and we spent a lot of time baking and we ordered a lot of stuff on on Amazon and they they gave us to, uh, to us in this you know, you know sealed package and we had this box out in the front yard and we would leave it sit there for 24 hours uh, you know and bring it all inside we made uh, dog cookies they smell really good but uh, I tried one and and um, yeah there's just not enough ingredients in there to make me want to eat it but the dogs loved them and then they got all sad when we decided well we have to go back to work uh, <laughs> oh yeah. I will say it's an unusual morning this morning. I have none of my normal co-hosts in the studio with me. They all decided to um, to uh, stay uh, in bed this morning. So apparently Friday is their sleep-in day. So Friday sleep-in. Yeah. I've got, usually Samson is rolling around today. I've got one cat over here, but I can't see who it is. I have two black and white cats. They look almost the same, so I actually have to see their faces. So I can tell which one it is because I can't tell them apart from from any other angle. Speak so of the, uh, but I can't say who it is. Speak of the devils. I I now have uh, three of the four in um, uh, Rufus, the uh, our redheaded stepchild, because he's a redheaded uh, dapple dashon. Just walked in, has sat in his workstation, and the two uh, Ozholes. Uh, which I'm gonna this is gonna lead into our, our thing. Our two Ozholes have now laid down near the door. So I have two Australian shepherds, and I saw this this really cool sticker that says my dog's an Ozhole. And if you have Australian shepherds, you know they can be real a-holes. Um they're <laughs> super smart, they're super energetic, and they get in trouble if you don't keep them mentally and physically stimulated. And I belong to this group of Australian shepherd owners on social media. Uh, I actually belong to two of them. But this one lady goes, my dog is such an Oz-hole, he did blah. And I said, well, my dog's an Oz-hole because he does. And the lady goes, you got nothing on it. My Oz-holes did. And everybody's having fun saying Oz-holes. And this woman who was a moderator on this post, on this thread, said, you are 
demeaning the breed. You are hurting their feelings. And therefore, the next person that says that term will be blocked. And then it happened. There's probably only about 500 people on that on that page, but I am one of probably about 300. I'd like to tell you how many because, but I can't because I, I was blocked because I said, <laughs> well, my Oswald takes offense at your offense. And, and, and I did that on purpose and a lot of people out there did it. And then I never had access to that page again. Um, um, quick today, we're going to talk about puns, bad safety slogans, good safety slogans, safety slogans. But I wanted to say um, I am, Thoroughly embarrassed by my Oz holes yesterday. I, I, I'm going to do a public shaming of them today. During the my adult life spanning 40 years, 40 years, I've had German Shepherds up until the last five years ago. I've always had at least one. I've had as many as three at a time. Always had German Shepherds. And I've had some German Shepherds. They were the most amazing frisbee catchers in this planet. These are the dogs you would see in Sports Illustrated. These dogs would jump up, spin around, do a pirouette, <laughs> and then catch it 12 feet off the ground. That that's the German Shepherds I've had my entire adult life. Yesterday I was going through my wife's hatchback and I found a frisbee. I'm like, wow, we haven't had frisbee in this house in years. And my two Australian shepherds are standing there looking like, what is that, Dad? And I threw it, and they said, ooh, flying object. And they both run and run and run and run and run, and it lands, and they both turn around and say, Dad, it landed here. Yeah. And so I spent an hour trying to teach them to hold the Frisbee in the mouth or go catch it, and it was the most pathetic thing because when I threw it directly at them, thinking their instinct would be to grab the the bird of prey, right, um, they would run away from it. They just, you know, as soon as it would land, they'd go over there and look at it and say, it's right here, Dad. <laughs> Pathetic, embarrassing, two dogs that know nothing about that. Now, our redheaded stepchild, Rufus the Dachshund, he's been with us so long, he remembers he was raised by a German Shepherd. So he knows that. So he was out there trying to coach them, like, Dad wants you to pick it up and bring it back to him, and then he'll throw it again. It's like a ball, but it goes farther, and you can catch it in midair. And, and, and they were like, what? What? And I, was, I was so embarrassed. So oh, there will be no video on social media of that embarrassing moment. So Dave, um, Fridays we've been trying to talk about uh, how safety marketing just isn't that good. Um, you know, everybody thinks about have uh, have a blank and a smile or plop plop fizz fizz, but nobody ever wants to sing the jingle of um, <laughs> of uh, of um, wear your fall protection or die. Nobody ever. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> there, there's always the rookies who want to go back to the 1980s and do the safety dance, which, yes, terrible um, of stuff. So, so days like today, uh, guys, we like to talk about bad or good safety puns. And, and, uh, um, Dave, you, uh, you seem to take more delight in this than, <laughs> than other people do. Give me one. <laughs> Pencils have erasers. Mishaps don't. Pencils have erasers. Mishaps don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give that one a low score, but we have to explain mishaps uh, in the military, especially in aviation. They don't have accidents. They don't have incidents. They have mishaps. So I kind of dig that, but most kids don't even know what the eraser is anymore. Oh. I see kids. Gotta tell you a funny story. I was uh I was 
near a military installation earlier this week. Um, and uh, I ran into a person who was a veteran, had been in the military, and said that he had the same MOS as me. And so we chit-chatted for a little bit, and I looked at him, and, I, you know, this is somebody who was 18, joined the military, did four, got out, had been like four more years since then, you know. And, and, and I looked at him, and I said, dude, I am pretty sure that the day you became, the day that I stopped being in the military – was prior to you being born. So your experience and the same MOS as me is slightly different. Military occupational specialty. MOS, yes. So although this person had the same job as me, he wasn't even born when I was doing that job. <laughs> so we got a little bit disconnected. Uh, <laughs> so when he told me how old he was, I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure my socks are older than you right now. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, the whole eraser thing is a little dated, I guess. So, Chad, the three of us are all dads, so we know bad dad jokes. Tell me a bad safety slogan in your mind. Safety slogan. <laughs> what I see you think of is protect your hands. You will need them to pick up your paycheck. Yes. Mm -hmm. No hands, no paycheck. No hands, no, no paycheck. paycheck. Somehow I feel like it's a, so a number of places that would go over very poorly. Yes. Yeah, there, there's a, like it's. I mean, along that same line, hands in, hamburger out. When you when you're working with machinery, especially in a restaurant business, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I just, just folks, we know some of these are are socially taboo, but there are literally thousands, and they float around all the time. Safety is a cheap and uh, effective insurance policy. I would use that. <laughs> Safety is a cheap and effective insurance policy. I like that one. I would not catchy, not off the tongue. It's not plop, plop, fizz, fizz. It's not uh, one of those. Uh, but I like that one. How about this one? When you gamble with safety, you bet your life. Ooh. You bet your life. Guess the secret way and you win $100. <laughs> When safety is first, you will last. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's, it's um yeah. I don't know. There's um one similar to it. It's um shortcuts cut life short. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's you know it's in the wrong environment. You're like my buddy Bob, he died. You can't get away with some of this stuff. Yeah, I get that. A spill, a slip, a hospital trip. Yep. I'm waiting for the bump bump -bum and the big hook we're, to come and drag me off. We are rhyming these. Yeah, I don't. When I was in food and safety, we would have. 
you know, they're like catchphrases or something you would say. And that, that's just trying to come up with like ingenuity on the spot, you know, like if I can think of some ingenious way to communicate a safety point to you, then, you know, I'll seem like a wise sage or something like that. And then all of these things were just created and made up, but man, a lot of them are like, you're just trying to sound, you know, trying to sound smart for your own good or something. And it does some of them get into that realm of like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's like partly just offensive in general. <laughs> I have, um, helpful. my, my children are all in their thirties. So, so the bad dad jokes are actually their spouses or themselves telling them, but I have a four-year-old and a seven-year-old granddaughters who are in that bad dad joke zone. And I told them one of my favorites that has spanned generations for me, because I remember hearing it when I was a kid is, what time is it when an elephant sits on your swing set? It's time for a new swing set. (laughs) And my two granddaughters looked at me and said, that doesn't even make the grade. At four, they said, nope, not funny enough. Not even on the bad dad joke scale. I was like, wow. Wow. Yeah. Critics. Don't learn safety by accident. Now, I've used that one for years, but don't learn safety by accident. Yeah. Keep safety in mind. It will save your behind. Good. Good. About the door to safety swings on the hinges of common sense. Mm. (laughs) So then I have to say, if common sense was so common, I would not have a career. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, some of these are not are not real friendly. Like. The stupid shall be punished. <laughs> <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> Here, hold my beer. Yeah. Hey, yeah. guys, watch this. Yeah. Well, and we know the real ones are, this won't take long. That reminds me in elementary school. Here's here's one <laughs> in uh, fifth grade. Dare to be aware. Ah. Dare to be aware. Dare to lie. Let's go on a limb and actually like open up your eyes before I step in here, you know. Here to be aware, like let me I don't even know, semi-taunt you into like being safe. <laughs> like Yeah, yeah. I mean, why don't you just say this tool is gonna punch you in the face if you let it? Dare to be aware. Oh my gosh. Yeah, those are uh, yeah these these rank pretty uh, high on the bad slogan scale. Wow! <laughs> to avoid a scene, keep your workplace clean. Oh yeah, that that clicked something in the, in my mind. It was like right there, and then went away. There was a saying that we used to have. Oh, I can't remember now what it was, but it made me think of something like that. Maybe it'll come back to me. Jeez. Uh, Dave and I call that old timers. It was, you said that about being clean and then something, 
it like came to my mind when I worked at a place in California. We had to do a lot of uh, cleanup. Okay, how about this one? If you think safety professionals are expensive, try safety amateurs. Ooh, I like that one. We might put that one in our literature. If you think <laughs> safety professionals are expensive, you should try an amateur. Yes, absolutely. Good one, Dave. I'll give you. I'll give you more points for that one than we did for the uh, last one. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Last one. Chance takers are accident makers. <laughs> I don't know. I we had the Looney Tunes pop in my head when you said that. Oh yeah, there's a couple where I was seeing like the BA Baracus uh uh from the um um A team jumping up on there. Well, I'll, we're going to stop torturing you now, folks. That wraps up <laughs> this episode of Safety Unlocked. The Morning Show. I'm Tim Neubauer with Chad Huffman and Dave Bittner. I'm Dave Bittner. Remember, safety is everyone's business. Everyone have a safe week. You've been listening to Safety Unlocked, a podcast for safety people by safety people. Brought to you by Exceed Safety. Visit our website at exceedsafetyllc.com or call us at 919-728-SAFE. We want you to succeed. We'll help you exceed. Exceed safety.com.